We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show, episode 388 special edition. We got the Astros rat cheating bastards, so we had to get on and talk a little bit about it because it is the biggest storyline. You know, also, how shout out to Major League Baseball. And they have free agency starting, guys being free agents, GM meetings, and the biggest story is about one of the best teams over the last five years, cheating. 
So that's so Major League Baseball. You know, it's there's just so many little things about this story that are that have come out that that when you look back at certain timelines, you're like you're scratching your head about a lot of things, just a lot of different things. That's uh, with the with the timing of this, but yeah, man, bunch of rap bastards out there cheating. Uh, I mean, this is legit cheating. This is like, you know, I I don't know how you feel about this because you also. I just thought of this. When when it comes down to football, the Patriots did mm-hmm. did the same thing. They cheated with technology. No, so they cheated so with technology. The, uh, when you can steal signs in on a on a baseball field, on a football field, in any way, if you can decode something using your God-given ability with your brain and your your wit and your ability to just figure things out, good on you. That's part of the game. That's part of the strategy, part of the way you, baseball has been played for years and years forever. All sports. But when you start implementing technology that gives you an advantage to see something more clearly, to see it in real time, to you know have a, a perfect view of something and essentially spying, then then now you have crossed a moral and ethical line because you're now using outside influences similar to steroids to affect what's happening on the field. And that's where everything goes bad. Of course, that's where that's where everything would go bad in all of sports. That's why if there's if there's a cheating scandal, if there's a gambling scandal, if the refs are not on the up and up, if the players are not on the up and up, like that is the that is the whole point of competitive sports right. is that things are on the up and up. And when they're no longer on the up and up, you lose everything about sports. So no, I mean, uh, no one would agree with the the cheating being okay. You thought I was going to be okay? No, with no, this? I didn't think you were going to be okay with it. I just uh, I forgot that you had gone through this already. No, I'm also (laughs) not naive enough. Well, first of all, it's not like the Astros. So when this story broke and you just read the the headline of this, the athletic article, you're like, oh, wow. I mean, this has been rumored. They probably had some high tech system where where it was like, you know, because remember how the Red Sox were using Apple watches, like who knows what the Astros were doing. And then they're like Neanderthals banging on trash cans. Like, this is not high-tech espionage that they were doing. Yeah, they were using a camera, but then they just had jabronis in the back slamming bats against a a trash can. Like, this is not high-tech stuff that they were doing. I'm surprised they didn't get caught sooner. But that's the thing. It was obvious. It's almost like doing it. It was so freaking obvious. It's almost like, you know, cheating in plain sight. You can't – a lot of times when when that's happening, if you're you're being that obvious, it's like, nah, they they, they can't be doing – they, they're probably just. But doing they it did. The I mean, Farquhar stepped off the mound, called his catcher out yeah. because, because he was like, "Wait, I mean, I hear something," and it was also, you know, the Astros. So, in case you don't know the story and you don't have an athletic subscription or you haven't seen the thousand videos that are out there about it, basically they would set up a camera in center field, which would be connected to a monitor in the hallway right outside the Astros dugout where people would be sitting there early in the game trying to decipher the catcher signs, figuring out what's a fastball, what's a breaking ball. And then when it was a breaking ball, they would make loud noises against trash cans to signal to the batter that a breaking ball was coming. And then if it was silent, it means a fastball was coming. And it's that simple because if a batter can just sit on a speed, then all you have to worry about is location. When you have the multivariables, right, when it's speed and location you're worrying about, then hitting becomes hard. But as a professional athlete, when you can just narrow down one of the two, well, then hitting becomes a hell of a lot easier. Oh, I mean, so that's what that's yeah, like the, the advantage. These guys is are professional obvious. professional hitters. You're you're essentially hitting from a uh, a pitching machine when you know what's coming because major league pitchers are 
around the plate, whether they're just off the plate or on the plate, they're around the plate. So you, if you know the pitch that's coming, you now know the trajectory, you know about the speed, you know the shape of the pitch, you know everything. So there's, there's, you know, there are no adjustments that need to be made at that point besides the location of it, you know, in or around the plate. But yes, once you know that, then you can make that simple adjustment very easily. And your right. timing and is, is, you know, theoretically your timing is on. So, and it worked so well for them when the stadium had 10,000 people in it, like it had in that um, White Sox game or some of the other games that I've seen from the 2017 season of the clips on, on social media. But so like the article is sort of inconclusive because it says, well, there's no evidence and the pitchers have not said if it was being used in the playoffs because that sort of system doesn't work when there's 50,000 people screaming at the top of their lungs because then it's just background noise. And I don't think the hitter could hear that. The, the difference being, though, is once you have a system and once you know it's, it's working and you've already gone to that point where you're using it now and it's, and it's again, it's working, it's being executed and it's helping you. There's, there's a very high probability in my mind, once you get past that line and once you already get into that line, that you're going to figure out another way to do it. If the crowd noise is a problem, well, then there's probably something else. You know, there's probably some other method in which they were able to, um, you know, alert people who knows there could have been a nerd in center field with a mirror shining a light, uh, you know, trying to do yep. like Morse code. I mean, there's plenty there of teams of that things. have been <clears throat> plenty of teams of the, that have been accused of different things throughout the years. Like, I don't think this sign stealing using technology is isolated to just the Astros. Do you probably not? But when it's no, egregious, definitely like this, not. Definitely. Well, not. I think because there's the very... Red Sox got busted for it in 2017 with the Apple watches. Yeah. When there, when there is, a, a uh, when this technology is available, people are going to try to take advantage of it in, in a way that they can, you know, deem not cheating in their own minds. They're, they're going to try to justify something in their own way and, and get, and get through this. But when you're using a camera and literally having instant technology, uh, we were talking about this right before we recorded, but dude, Funhouse was just, I, I mean, you don't even have to watch, you don't have to listen to Francesca. I don't know if you listen to Francesca anymore. I don't. Uh, occasionally I'll listen to him if he has a guest on, but the fact that he thought and, and dismissed this because the, the video camera would not be able to get the signal to the person in time because it's got to go through a broadcast system. Like they're watching it on MLB.tv is just laughable. It's hilarious. No, it's a well, direct no, no. feed. He, what he said was that the cameras that are, well, this is an MLB regulation that any camera in the stadium is on a five to eight second delay. And that is true. But what the Astros were using was not a, a, a regulated. It's not regulated. Obviously. It's a direct feed. Because, but like if you look at any, it, like just any, uh, the TV, there is TV monitors in the dugout. In every single dugout in Major League Baseball, there's multiple TV monitors. They're all on like a five to eight second delay. Yeah. But that's the so, thing. But they're all regulated. But he they're just all assumed, controlled. he assumed that's what the per, what what was going on because he is an asshole <laughs> and does not, and, and is checked out mentally and decided to not give a crap anymore about fact checking anything. And he just right. talks out of his ass. So I don't really care what Francesca had to say about this. It's the still, fact of the matter is, funny. yes, it was obvious what the Astros were doing. And the uh, fires in Farquhar sort of blew the whistle on this whole thing. I find it interesting that, you know, ex-Astros are ones coming forward now. Ex-pitchers are the ones coming forward. There are no ex-hitters coming forward. Beltron, a hitter, it's like, no, everything was on the up and up. We were stealing signals, but only the legit way if there's a guy on second base and he's, 
you know, scratching his balls or something. Oh, that means a curveball's coming. So, like, uh, Beltron's still denying it, even though there's of course he's hours of video it. footage. Of course he's going to deny it. Everybody on that team who is, you know, probably at this point, the rest, the remaining people, unless there is some kind of a beef, <coughs> Garrett Cole, that, you know, they're probably, all of them are going are gonna to deny it until the next guy comes out or until this assistant GM guy starts chirping because you know he's going to talk at some point. The guy who was fired for the... Yeah, because uh, he's not getting a job in baseball again anyway, so might as well start getting a book deal yeah, going. Yeah, Taubman. This whole subplot with Taubman is so just classic Astros. Because they're filthy. Obviously, they're filthy. Like they, this They've is not really the just gotten... I mean, absolutely dove into the trash can. Uh, from the Cardinals... dove into it. The Cardinals controversy from a few years ago to the, the sign-stealing, like, Taubman just being, being a disgusting asshole. But... Uh, in 2018, Taubman and m- this guy McLaughlin were taking pictures of dugouts and different different parts of different stadiums. Like the Yankees confronted him, the Red Sox confronted him. Like I also find it interesting that the Red Sox called out the Astros in 2007 in 2018 playoffs for stealing signs. Yeah. How do you think the Red Sox in 2018 knew that the Astros were stealing signs? Because they recognized the way that they were doing it. They're like, oh man, we tried that. No. Because Alex Cora, who was the bench coach in 2017 for the Astros, was now the manager of the Red Sox. And, and that's the thing. When you start looking at some of the player rollovers and the player, the guys that are uh, from team to team that are, are you know, associated with the Yankees from 2017, because obviously that's the, the time when, when the Yankees lost to the Houston Astros. You're looking now. I look down that roster. I'm like, who's the rat bastard on this roster? I'm just look, looking up and down. Um Brian McCann, who knows everything about the Yankees and their catching and their pitching staff, and you can change a lot of things, yes, but he still knows the intricacies and some of the familiarities because I guarantee they haven't, they didn't just gut the system and redo it. There were probably a lot of rollover things that were similar, so he could probably, you know, decode something very similar. But you know, but you know what? Again, that is just a known quantity when you are that, when players go around but teams that's not as the long as right. as long as they're not using extra technology to get the advantage of stealing the signs. If, if a guy on second base steals your signs, or if the pitcher, like Severino was doing in 2018, where he was, like, moving his head a certain way when he was going to throw a certain pitch, like, you know what? Yeah, the team should so, be looking So here's the problem stuff. with this. Here's the problem That's with this. That's not the issue. The, but I understand it's not the issue, because the issue being that the way that they're doing it. And, you know, all of these conversations with Beltron and with McCann when the season started in spring training, talking about some of these the things with the Yankees, like they, like they absolutely will do, like they, you know, should. They're on the other team now. Um, but when you're banging a trash can, knowing that there's a when when two people, the the whoever's operating that camera and whoever's you know deciphering it and then hitting that trash can, when those two people know what's happening, obviously the batter knows what's happening. Obviously, every single person in the dugout knows what's happening. Every single person. Because there's some dude smacking a trash can loud as shit so that they can well, no, hear they, it over crowd noise. You don't think they, they said some Astros players liked it, some Astros players didn't like it. So it was like a, a common thing. The whole team knew about it. It's not like only the hitters knew about it. But that's my point. The when you're talking about, about it, it. coming out and saying that they're doing it, they did it legally and didn't have anything illegally. It's so clear that you're just not telling the truth about that. And you're just, you know, trying to shut up and sweep you mean it under the Beltron? Rug. Yeah, Beltron. Anybody saying, who yeah. says nothing about it, basically, is is now just biting their Hinch tongue. Hinch has denied nothing. it. Hinch denied the stuff with the Yankees this past postseason with the whistling. With the whistling. 
And you know, you and I downplayed it. You we deny, were kind deny, of like, deny, 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 deny until you can't deny anymore. Like that's that's the that's the protocol most likely for the Houston Astros at this point. You and I kind of downplayed it in the postseason. We were like, you know, it might be mind games. The Astros know this is in the opponent's head, so they might just be messing with the opponent. Every time Alex Bregman was getting on first base, he was doing jumping jacks. Like he was signaling something groundbreaking. I still think it's that like, was the I, case. I still think that they, he was. I still think he was games. just posturing because clearly this is in the minds of of opponents. And Hinch hinted. At, Hinch was like, "Oh, if it was that easy to get under the Yankees' skin, I forget what his exact, his exact quote was. If it was that easy to get under the Yankees' skin, then we would have practiced it in spring training. And now that's you know egg on his face because clearly they had a whole operation going on here, and he was denying it." But, uh, yeah, it now seems like whether they were whistling, whether they were yelling, banging on trash cans, stomping their feet, if there's light signals in there, like, who the hell knows what's going on? Yeah. The problem is that the problem— It sucks. And and it it sucks because the Astros have been the best team in the American League for the past four seasons. Yes, absolutely. Three three seasons, whatever. And and now everything is—and there's going to be—you know that there's going to be a major— uh, a major league baseball investigation about this. Who the hell knows what comes out of that? Yeah, but yeah, because uh, don't hold your breath for super steep penalty because what the Red Sox got was a fining of an undisclosed amount. To me, this one is is different than the Red Sox. Uh, they they had they had visuals of them doing like there was nothing they could do. Like yeah, okay, we had the Apple watches were in the dugout. There's no doubt about that. This one is we don't a, know what MLB had. We don't know what no, kind I know of video that. Evidence but my point had. is, like, the public perception of this was like that was very clear, and it it didn't seem as egregious. Whereas this one seems way more egregious, doing it in the open, being like extremely arrogant about it. All the other things that have happened with the Astros recently as well. It's just it's more of a focal point, I think, for everybody in baseball, and and I I, I don't think it's just going to go away. So I don't really care as much about the fine and how they uh, get penalized. Because I, I agree, I don't think it's going to be huge by baseball yeah. unless... They're more... not going to strip World Series titles. Oh, no, they're no, not no, going to... No. Like, but draft picks, like... there, could be, there could be compensation. There could be things with yeah. draft picks. There could be something I think it'll be draft pick international and free agent International free agent signings. There could be things with that yeah. that could have major implications for that organization down the road. Um, but yeah, I but think the a... next five years doesn't really affect them at all. No, but I think You a take lot away of this... a first-round draft pick, it doesn't hurt you from 2020 to 2023. Right. But I think a lot of this will be based on what what additionally comes out in the public. Because the more that can come out in the public, the more stuff that's leaked, the more MLB will have to do something. Because yeah, if, an, an example will need to be made. If they cannot, if they can, if they have all the information, but it's nowhere else, they'll probably hold it inside, you know, and, and release some some bullshit report about how they, you know, went and looked and found it and all that stuff. But I, I love the fact that the Astros are like, okay, we're we're now doing our own internal investigation. There are just, I mean, I, I know that there was other drama going on with, with Nolan Ryan and his kid, his son, about being like the president of baseball operations. And there was, and the, and the new GM has his son now is in, there was a lot of like weird stuff happening there. But who's to say that it wasn't about a lot of all this other stuff and, and, and things that were going on behind the scenes, arguments about things that were going on that pe- some people didn't like and other people did like. How do you know all that stuff wasn't happening? Because there are a lot of rumors and a lot of speculation that the Rangers were also doing it. Uh, Nolan Ryan's got ties to a lot of those guys too. There's a lot of weird connections here. I'm not saying that they're there, but I'm saying they're weird and they smell and something about them. There's just going to be, you know, more investigations on these little links. Yeah. And I think, well, first of all, I don't think Nolan Ryan is going to be bothered by a little cheating. He doesn't seem like that type of guy, but I think, and this article sort of alluded to it. 
This is happening all over baseball. Maybe it's not happening to the extent as the Astros are doing it or the obviousness that the Astros are doing it, but this is happening because even the article said it started in the early 2017 when two Astros players got together and borrowed things they did with previous teams to implement in Houston. Like The article came out and just said that. So I, don't be so naive to think that your team, you're probably listening, you're probably a Yankees fan, don't be so naive, naive to think the Yankees have never done this or are not doing some form of this. It doesn't mean that they've set up a camera in center field to to no. give them a direct feed within the games because there are absolutely lines that that are that are being crossed. And no, I don't think every team and is recording the catcher's signs from center field via camera and then having a direct feed go into the uh, an area where the players are. I don't think that's happening on a broad scale. I don't think that's happening because I think that is way too risky. I'm surprised the Astros did this. That is so obvious. Anyone could walk through that tunnel. Any beat reporter could walk through that tunnel. Any any just you know you, you just have clubhouse already clubhouse have- attendant who didn't get tipped last week is pissed off and goes to the friggin' paper and is like, oh hey, they're stealing signs from center field. Like it is so easy to be outed on that. I mean, the players alone. I mean, that's that's where they got caught in the first place. The players, when you have Mike Fires, you have a guy that literally put a cattail on his face. I mean, how can you trust that guy with any kind of organizational secrets, especially when you're cheating the game? Like that is definitely a guy I would not be trusting with any kind of like. I do find it lives. funny though. It's the pitchers. It is funny. That it's the pitchers when the pitchers then have to go to Houston and pitch against the Astros. Then they're like, oh, by the way, these guys are cheating. Yeah, I mean, I believe I feel like Farquhar was put in there and and definitely put on the forefront because he's a lot more trustworthy. Like, there's, I think when they see uh, when they see that guy's name, they're like, oh, okay, I'll listen to this. Whereas you see just fires, you're like, eh. You know, I don't know. That guy definitely had a cattail on his face. I don't really trust him at all. So, but the fact that <clears> they had two to find guys, some more legitimate sources. Yeah, yeah, they had to find a legitimate source. The uh, but it's, it's it's pretty crazy. And you know, we know that the the technology is there for the Houston Astros. We know that the Astros have been on the forefront of all of this stuff. The analytics, it's been well documented. It's some of the reasons why the Yankees have you know at least um, we're speculating. The Astros have set the bar for a lot of these technological advances and using these metrics. Yankees are moving in a direction similar to what the Astros are doing because they're finding guys and uh, and, and turning them into superstars. So I want to play this. Uh, yeah, you can't cheat. Before you play it, you can't cheat your way to a higher spin rate. <laughs> well, I guess you can with pine tar. Yeah, you can. But, yeah. I, but, but as far as... Okay, unless they were using foreign substance, but I'm saying like technology, just because you know what the spin rate is, doesn't mean all of a sudden Garrett Cole's going to have a better spin rate. No, no, that's that's true. Um, all right, so this is a a podcast from uh, it's called StarTech. I was sent it, my, uh, a guy who listens to the show, Julio, sent me a DM with this. This was before he actually sent it to me a couple weeks ago, uh, but it's just funny the timing that it came up, and it's all talking about. Um, so the podcast is uh, it's Star Talk Radio with um, with Neil deGrasse, and it's the uh, playing with science. So it's like a, a, a sports podcast that goes into the science. Uh, parts of it and this one had ben Lindbergh and what's the other guy's name i thought it was sam miller you were talking about but i when you just played the clip earlier i don't think that's sam miller he sounds like a big nerd whoever this guy is it's ben, it's ben Lindbergh and some other nerd who wrote a book and they're talking uh, about specifically the astros and the and the cameras are so i'm gonna play the clip <laughs> oh 
kind of analysis. I mean, who didn't know that was going to happen? There any technology right now that does that kind of analysis from afar or, you know, for instance, okay, I'm a, I'm a GM, right? I got this technology and I'm looking at guys. I'm like, that guy right there is underperforming. I know that. So I'm going to go get him. I'm basically going to just harvest substandard players by the metrics that are being used by their team. But I know I have a different set of metrics that let me know that this guy can come up to a level of play that's going to make my team great. Is that is that something that's happening? Yeah, I, we, we have a whole chapter dedicated to Houston Astros, and we argue that they're the vanguard of this movement mm. in the pro game as an organization. And just to bring up the Edutronic camera as, as an example again, we're... Most teams are experimenting with one for the first time in spring training mm -hmm. this uh, this past spring. The Astros had 75 of these cameras hard-mounted throughout all their minor league affiliates, all their minor league stadiums, and they have tons of cameras installed at their major league stadium. And they're taking all this pitch grip info, biomechanical information, who knows everything they're extracting from the cameras and TrackMan and everything. They're getting all this intel, not just on their own players, but other players, and what we've seen is when they've acquired players from other teams, like a Garrett Cole, Ryan Presley, Justin Verlander, they'll make sometimes subtle, sometimes uh, dramatic changes. Uh -huh. We've seen so many of these players go to the Astros and become much better players. I mean, Garrett Cole is a Cy Young. So I think the big takeaway <laughs> from that is like it, it's it's funny that um, that this was talked about, you know, very recently. Obviously, because they're they are setting a standard in a sense with the way that they're doing this. But I think the biggest takeaway when I heard that and everybody else and, and they're talking about a lot, most major league teams, and I'm sure it's not all of them. I'm sure there are plenty of teams with more cameras. But the fact that the majority of people are just like testing this out with one camera, the majority of teams with one camera, but the Astros have 75 of these things. These are these throughout are, the organization throughout the organization that are hard mounted in the minor leagues and in the major leagues and used for. Because these are all approved cameras, you would think the majority of them, at least the at least the ones that Major League Baseball knows about, are approved cameras that are like you said, if they're using stuff in game, have a delay or whatnot. But they're they're using them to uh, to get these you know the different spin rates, the different analytics from from their players. And the fact that they have that many cameras is just to me, it's a it's just it, it lines up with all of this stuff. Like oh, let's just keep that one on. And not tell anybody, and have a direct feed to the nerd who bangs the trash can. You know the nerd you were talking about uh, talking. He kind of sounded like Hal Steinbrenner. Well, I, yeah, it was a little bit more nerdy, a lot more nerdy, I think. But it was—it's uh, interesting. You know, I, I don't know who, who knows if there's connections, but when there's smoke, obviously there's a lot of fire, and there's a hell of a lot of smoke right now. Like you, oh, the Astros no, I mean, can't breathe. There's even they can't walk there's fire it. at this point. There's the the room is engulfed in flames at this point. It is that gif of the cartoon sitting in flames. People are pissed because the it's Astros a, it's a GIF. bounce. Isn't it a gif? It's not a gif. Is it gif or it, gif? It's a gif. Whatever it is, the uh, people are pissed. Obviously, Yankees lost the Astros in 17. They lost the Astros in in 19. Um, I saw some threads going around of comparing the Astros hitters home road splits in the 2017 playoffs, and they're laughable. I mean, the Astros had a much better home offensive performance than they did on the road. But I, I just, I can't say, oh, look, that's proof they were doing it in the playoffs because 
The Yankees also had drastic home road splits in the ALCS. They couldn't hit in Houston, and they scored 19 runs in three games in New York and three runs in four games in Houston in the ALCS. So were the Yankees stealing signs when they were in New York? No, like you're just going to get drastic splits, especially in an ALCS in a short series, in a short playoff window. You're going to get drastic splits if all you're the cheating. Time. So I don't think if you're cheating, I don't think that's necessarily splits. proof that the Astros were doing it in the playoffs. Could they have been doing it in the playoffs? Of course. I mean, they were doing it the whole season. So yeah, I don't think they were banging on a trash can in the playoffs because I don't think that would work in the playoffs. But maybe they were doing something else. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the extent of it, but exactly. If they're not banging on a trash can, to me, when you're going down this road, you're doing something else because everybody's in on it already. You're already this deep. You, you're cheating one time and, uh, you know, once a criminal, why not? You've, you've already committed some crimes. Why not just keep going at that point? You know, that's what that's what's happening. Like once you're the, once you're once your line is crossed, it's very easy to keep going. You can't go back. You can't come back from that and not cheat now. You've cheated. Yeah. And I know the Indians have been accused of this and the Oakland A's have been accused of this. You know, the drum guys in those stands. Yeah. There's been theories that those guys are like somehow set up with information and they they the different uh, drum beats that they do indicates what's coming. Yeah, that's interesting. That would be that would be sneaky. That would be really sneaky. That'd be a lot sneakier that, that's a than long just play. slamming on a trash can. That's a long play right there. And you know you you have a guy who's just a diehard who will never talk. He'll get tortured and never talk. And the Yankees obviously were suspicious of the Astros because they were doing multiple sign signals in the ALCS this year. Tanaka and Gary Sanchez were using multiple sign sequences in game one, even though there was nobody on base a lot of the time. Uh, ben Lindbergh and Travis Sawchick, they, uh, they, they authored the book, The MVP Machine. And that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The, I mean, the whole, the whole Beltron thing, too, the fact that he, he actually gave a tip to James Paxton about the... the yeah, the, that's funny. Uh, he gave a tip, too. He uh, made him aware of, of Paxton tipping his pitches is uh is just in that houston start in april where he got lit up um there's a good article joe randazzo just put up on the website going back into that start and paxton's fastball was getting lit up and it it doesn't mean that they knew as because you don't have to know when he's throwing a four-seam fastball you just have to know when he's not throwing something when he's not throwing a breaking ball it's going to most likely be a four-seam fastball so you can just sit on a certain speed so it is a such a huge advantage um I, there's people pissed, like super pissed off. I I still have a hard time getting super pissed off about this. I think it needs to be addressed. I think they need to be punished. I think it needs to be eliminated from the game because like we said at the top, if this kind of stuff is not eliminated from sports, then don't watch sports because you completely lose what the point of watching is competition. There's no competition anymore. When, when one side has a decided advantage because of cheating. Here's the problem I have with this whole thing and, and why I am, um, uh, it's, it's just disheartening and it's, and it's frustrating and you don't know where it stops. Because to me, that's my, my thing is I don't know where it ends. You've done this. Now you've, you have the technology in center field and you're, you're looking at signs. Okay, so what else is happening now? Now that, now that again, those boundaries have been, have been completely shot what else is happening? Because there are a lot of things, and they're the first they're the first team to really do this and, and to make waves in doing this with the uh, the the very documented Justin Verlander coming over and uh, having that resurgence, um, with uh, with Garrett Cole having that resurgence, with you know there's there have been multiple guys in the dugout or in the um, in the bullpen who have had a resurgence. You have multiple guys now 
coming over from different teams and going to the Astros. And yes, they have these advancements in technology. And yes, they're they're improving. Charlie Morton's another one who added what like six seven miles per hour on his on his fastball due to spin rate and things like that. It just raises questions to me, and I think they're very fair questions at this point. What else? What else is happening? And is there is there a possibility now? And and I said this on, online, and I'm like I'm halfway in, halfway out with this with this opinion. But to me, it's a, it's a fair thing to question at least. Um, but someone, you know, brought up the, uh, Charlie Morton as an example saying that there really hasn't been a drop off from him, but you know, they've found a way to cheat this way. Who knows if they have something that's they're, they're, They have a really good masking agent to, tr- to, to fix something else too. Because if you don't think that's in baseball right now, you're, you're being naive. Cause I do believe that's there. So I think also part of this, there was a 3000 word article written about the Astros because they were cheating, but there was also a 3000 word article written about the Astros because the Astros are good. Right? If if the Kansas City Royals, who have been winning eight seventy eight games for the past three seasons, were caught cheating, do you think it would be this much of an outcry? Well, no. no part of but- part of being good, this comes with the territory. People are going to attack you for certain things. Not defending what the Astros did, but you can't just say everything that the Astros have done must be cheating. Like no, them- no, I'm not saying it must be, but I'm saying it can be. It should and can be. And should be investigated. Should be fine. It should be looked into. But we still, you still have. To, they still, I think, do a good job. I mean, if seventy-five, they have seventy-five cameras. Seventy-four of them are for what they should be for, maybe, and the one is for cheating. Who knows? Maybe. But I still do think that they are on the forefront of everything. It seems, including cheating, <laughs> but on the forefront of finding different technology and different analytics to make your players better. So I, I don't think that can be dismissed and just and just shit on. No, but it's it certainly opens Pandora's box for a lot of other questions, and and yeah, and now you have guys coming out. For, I mean, Cole, uh, Garrett Cole is the biggest free agent that has hit the market in a in ten years in a long time, and he's a, he's a massive free agent that's going to uh, that's going to require a massive commitment from a, a team, both years and dollars. So now there's there's a little bit of a, a of a. I think a, a, a gray area when you see, and I know he had an injury uh, in Pittsburgh and you look at some of the advanced metrics and he was better than a lot of the, the um, you know, what you see on paper, but he had a very big transition from Pittsburgh to Houston and became this dominant player. Why? I want specifics <laughs> on why I'm like, if I'm a, if I'm a team that's going to sign him, I have to know that these are real legitimate reasons based on science and technology that he's made adjustments and they're not something else that's um, that's that I don't even know about because they're on the forefront of whatever, you know, it's, it's, I see where you're going. It's with this. something, this is man. The, this is the reason that Brian Cashman's going to use why they didn't sign Garrett Cole. Well, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying that that's going to be the reason, but I'm saying that there's definitely more question marks. There's certainly yeah. more question marks today than there were two days ago. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for for this. This was just sort of an impromptu thing, but we also have your voicemails coming up. We got a ton of them. I'm sure they're all very calm and rational takes yeah, on this not whole safe. situation. I, I've listened to them. This is the, the, the reason we wanted to get on here too is because we didn't think it would do justice by holding your guys' calls back until Monday. So we wanted to get uh, some opinions uh, on on record. And also we have, I think, 10 or 11 or 12 calls or so. So And some of them are some, some good opinions. So not, not, safe, not safe for work. I cannot wait to hear these. We will talk to you guys on Monday. Submit your mailbag questions for Monday. We're doing mailbags plus a bunch of other news on Monday's show. Talk to you then.
Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. Fuck the Astros. Fuck those cheating pieces of shit. Fuck them. Fuck their organization. Fuck Jose Altuve. Fuck George Springer. Fuck Alex Bregman. And fuck AJ Hinch. They should be stripped of the 2017 title and they should give it to us. Well, this is Kenny Collins from Sarasota, Florida, calling for the quote unquote um, reasonable reaction to the Astros stealing signs. And um, personally, I. It really sucks because uh, 2017 really was one of the most special Yankee uh, teams to this day. It's one of my favorite teams, and I felt like they really put together something special, and, you know, they got robbed from doing something special because they could have been potentially stealing signs from us. And there's just so many players on that team that did deserve a ring. It's CeCe, who could still pitch, uh, Didi, Alexei Batantis, even though he pitched like crap during that year, uh, that those playoffs, Reyes, Todd Frazier, like a lot of players that contributed to doing something special and they couldn't finish that. But on the flip side of it, there was no, um, there was no game at Minute Maid Park that I felt like they were stealing signs um, because they're, for the most part they were pretty close, except when they kind of ran away with it at the end of game seven. But it was, uh, you know, most of it was us just not kind of following through on some timely hits, um, which is a recurring thing for us. But, I mean, with them being one of the head teams in analytics, I think the league has to send a message because with all these other teams following analytics, they got to show that they can use separate tools of analytics to gain an uh, advantage. But that's what I got to say. Thanks, guys, for really great content every week. See you in 2020. Man, I'll give you my thoughts on these fucking, these fucking scumbag fucking Astro fans, man. And the fucking, not even the fans, I'm sorry for mistaking, the fucking team, man. AJ Hitch should be fucking banned from baseball for fucking life. Pete Rose took bets and made money and didn't, didn't there's no proof that it even affected the game. AJ Hitch is out here fucking stealing world championships from the Yankees. 2017, no fucking doubt in my mind they would have won that championship. And they've been fucking them for years. They fucked them again this year. They should be banned. They should be, they should have fucking multiple draft picks taken away. Fucking AJ Hitch should be fucking banned. They should have a fucking postseason ban. And they should be fucking fined up their fucking asses. I'm so pissed at this fucking team. Fuck the Astros. Fuck Astros Rants. Fuck everybody on Astros Twitter. Fucking Bucks for life, baby. Let's fucking get it, man. It's one thing to, to you know, you see someone's glove or tip pitches with the glove and all that, and this is what, you know, what John Boy said in his breakdown video, but it's another thing to use cameras and use technology, which I'm pretty sure is illegal, to get an advantage by seeing the pitches ahead of time and relaying that to the dugout who relays that to the batter. It doesn't seem right that they're just continuing to get away with this and the Astros are vehemently denying it. Same with AJ Hinch, that he's just, you know, he's writing this off like, oh, you know, this is this is a bunch of, you know, a bunch of crap that, you know, we're, we're accused of stealing signs or whatever. But it's, it's the evidence is there that there's a 
quick reaction time to them seeing the pitch, doing a motion, which is the bat, which is banging the bat, and then the, the, the hitter recognizing that and hearing that and, and adjusting based off of that. And you could see in the in the videos that he clearly takes the pitches that they that he doesn't know are coming and go and swings at the pitches that he knows are coming, which is which was the changeup in, in, in the video versus the, the, the Sox and the Astros. So that's just my take. The Houston Astros stealing signs is the worst thing we have ever seen in modern sports history in our entire lives. The Patriots doing what they did does not even hold a candle to what the Houston Astros are doing here. They are ruining baseball. Babe Ruth is turning in his grave. They will get what's coming to them. They will get what is coming to them. <laughs> Hello. I'm a 19-year-old Yankees fan from Chicago, Illinois. And all I got to say about the fucking Astros is that not, they don't even need to steal pitches. They got the team to do it consistently year after year. But, yeah, they're stealing pitches. That just goes to show you that organization top to bottom. Spin rate, all that bullshit. They are cheaters, scumbag liars. Yankees should be given, they, you know, they replay game seven. Let them go at it. The Astros, every person on that team has to wear blindfolds for the seventh game, along with big-ass headphones that have distorted Beatles music in it. Not like good Beatles music, but like Revolution Number 9, just blasting in their ears over the entire rest of the game. Then we'll see who the real cheaters are. Motherfucking quack suck. All right, so let alone the Astros cheating, um, I'd say I hate the Astros mostly because um, Alex Bregman's face... Um, it just really pisses me off. I don't know. It's just something. And George Springer, too. I don't know. Them and their weird facial hair and stupid beady eyes. And I don't know. It's just. Would I win in a fight against them? No. But hey, I'd still like to punch him in the face. That's all I gotta say. This is Scott, Andrew, this is Manny, big, big fan of the show. Hey guys, anyways, we're going to talk about the Astros. It was obvious that year that they definitely were doing something because that year, as the AOCS, three games at home in the Yankee Stadium, they looked lost. Now, what was going on? All of a sudden, they go home, they get to Chapman, they get to everybody. I don't know. I knew it. We all knew it. We think we hate it, but we do it all along. Damn it. They're, they're, they're garbage. Big dynasty. Let's go Yankee 2020, baby. Thanks, guys. Yeah, they definitely cheated. And frankly, who gives a shit because they suck. I can't stand any of their fucking faces. And now they're probably not going to win ever again because they can't win any more clutch games. We're going to have Garrett Cole next year. We're going to have Tanaka, Montgomery. Hell, I don't even know. Maybe even uh, fucking Strasbourg too. doesn't matter. This team's going to win seven, eight, nine fucking championships in the next 20 years. And then the Astros are going to be a fucking thought from yesteryear. Pinstripes forever. The Astros are scumbags. Uh, I want to see some heads roll. To me, the absolute worst part about this is that they knew they would get caught, and yet they didn't care. There is no way you can implement a system like this without knowing that a former player or former employee is eventually going to tell their new team and that the word is going to make it out there that they're doing this. And yet they did it anyway because they felt the advantage was good enough and the punishment wasn't harsh enough. So the MLB needs to come in and start 
really enacting some hard punishments here. The punishment needs to be harsher than the crime in this situation. I want to see a playoff probation, a free agency probation, a salary cap probation. I don't know what it is, but it better not better not just be a fine in draft picks. Otherwise, I want to see the Yankees start doing this because this is such an advantage. That video that John Boy put out there was was so evident that they were doing this. I'm I'm absolutely with it right now. I don't even know where to fucking start. I mean, the Astros are a poverty franchise. They support domestic violence. Obviously, cheating now. It was obvious in 2017 they had the advantage at home with the hitting, and it's just disgusting. And if um, they don't get punishment by uh, the MLB, I. I just give up. I mean, they're just getting away with everything now. They're the Patriots of the MLB, and they should be disgusting themselves. Hello, it's Darren from the Bronx, an avid Yankees fan, and an outraged one after understanding the news. So there's a guy, shout out to this guy on Twitter, his name is Sports Talker one underscore between Sports and Talker, and he posted some very, very interesting numbers uh, in the 2017 postseason. So listen to these numbers, okay? Jose Altuve at Minute Park had a .472 batting average, a .513 on-base percentage, just above a .999 slugging, and a 1.5 on-plate with 17 hits, hits and 6 home runs. Away, his stats almost decreased by half. He has a .143 batting average, a .268 on-base percentage, a .229 slugging, and a force nine seven on plate. Carlos Correa at home at Minute Maid Park. Point seven one batting. Four two one on base. Seven four three slugging. One point one six four on plate. Away two eleven. Two thirty one. Are these numbers making sense here? Because to me they do. Alex Bregman home two two seventy three batting average. Three forty two on base. Five fifteen slugging away. 154 batting average, 175 on base percentage, 333 slugging. Brian McCann, 300 batting average at home. His his batting average at way, not even above one, 0.037. Absolutely ridiculous. I hope the MLB does something about this. And I don't care what anyone says. Aaron Judge is the 2017 AL MVP. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it, and go Yankees.